What's up, best friends, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up that community. My name is Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Who Dat Ninja 73 and it is officially, as of me recording this intro, two weeks, a.k.a. 14 days until Kind of Funny Prom in San Francisco, California. Um, I am super excited to be in San Francisco in two weeks and to hang out with all you wonderful best friends that are listening, and I hope I get to meet so many of you that I haven't met already and hang out with those that I have met and I love so much, and oh my god, it's so exciting. I I can't handle myself. I want time to speed up so I can just get there and, and do all the amazing community events that we have planned. Um, And because of Kind of Funny Prom... Every episode in the month of June is going to be themed about uh, my guest high school and high school experiences and prom experiences. So today's episode is no different. Today I have John Schmidt. Me and John, as you will soon find out, we go back about two years when we met at a meetup that I planned out here on Long Island. Um, and John is a super special person to me, as well as. Uh, another best friend uh, who goes by Jordan, uh, 32-bit player on Twitter. Hope to have him on the show one day. Um, but because of those two people and their generosity, um, I was able to go to Kind of Funny Life 3 last year, and I was able to meet so many incredible people. Um, they helped pay for my plane ticket because at that time I was – out of work because of a stupid certificate issue in the state of New York. And, um, I was, you know, I, I wanted to go so badly. I never thought I could ever do this. And they graciously hit me up and said, Kyle, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna help make this a dream, a possibility. And looking back at it and reflecting on it, it, it's it's really hard to not get emotional, as you can probably tell by my voice. Um, I owe them so much, and having them, John now, Jordan hopefully in the future, uh, having them be on the show and, and broadcasting how amazing humans they are, uh, it's just a small portion of what I hope to repay them in the future, because they're amazing. And um, I love them very dearly. And so let me stop rambling. Let me go grab a tissue and and cry these happy tears out and grateful tears out. And uh, why don't you say we get to know? Why do you say? How do you say? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. (laughs) Um, Let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. been a while my friends 
Yes, it has, Kyle. Yes, it has. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, you were just telling me beforehand that you're you're doing some like house hunting and stuff. Doing some house hunting. Found a house. I'm just waiting on closing. It's uh, a uh, difficult and exciting experience all at the same time. That's awesome. Is this will this be your first house? This will be my first house. Yes. Okay. Are you nervous? Uh, yeah, it, it makes your job feel like it's, uh, way more important than it was before, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you need the money now. Oh, yeah, now it's like, <laughs> yeah. you, you better be on it. That's all there is to it. Exactly. Um, so for those of you that are listening to this episode, first of all, welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, me and John actually have known each other for quite a while. It's, uh, when was the first time we met? It was at... One of the movie meetups. So the first time we met was in Long Island, and yeah. I believe it was for Suicide Squad. I want to say that sounds about right. Right? Isn't yeah. that the isn't that the one? And that would uh, be the one. Yeah. What a fantastic movie to get to meet <laughs> each other at. I know, right? That's why I always hold a special place in my heart, no matter how bad it is. Oh, absolutely. And then we closed out Chili, so you know. That was the same night, yeah. So we, it was me, you, our other friend Jordan, and um, Jordan's friend. I forgot her name. Yeah, I don't remember either. We'll probably yeah. get hell for that later. So <laughs> yeah, we are. And uh, our other friend Andrew, and we basically stayed in the Chili's right outside the movie theater until I don't know one thirty in the morning, almost two. Oh, was at least yeah, it was at least one thirty for sure. <laughs> And as we got up to leave, everyone started, like, the wait staff. We're like, oh, they're finally leaving. And they said it real loud yep. so we could hear them. That was the best. The guy yelling into the kitchen, they're finally leaving. <laughs> and honestly, it wasn't like I was sitting there just to be a dick or anything. I totally forgot the time. No, we were just chatting, having a good time and everything. Yeah, and yeah. didn't realize, like, we were literally the last people in that yep. place. <laughs> and then and, and, and at a Chili's. Uh, you know, I feel yep. like Chili's doesn't usually see that. No, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was two years ago? Almost two years ago? Yeah, yeah, I would say that's yeah. two years ago now. Yep. Yeah. And um, John is located in Pennsylvania. I am. I'm in the uh, Lehigh Valley of Pennsylvania, which is a nice area to live in. Um, uh-huh. So... So, and, and people, are, if they're listening to this and you're thinking, well, why did John go all the way out to Long Island? That is something that I also ask you from time to time. Why did you come out all the way to Long Island that, that time? So, it's, one, it's, it's a funny story. I mean, it's one of those things that being a part of the kind of funny community and being a best friend, you really find that your friends are not always that close, right? So, if mm-hmm. you want to meet some of your friends, you're kind of funny best friend. Sometimes you got to travel a little bit. And the, I think the best part of the fact that one, I had been to long Island before. Uh, so it wasn't like out of the, it was out of the way, but it wasn't something I was unfamiliar with. So I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, driving to long Island. I've done that several times for work. So not that big of a deal for me, but the funny part about that first meetup. And that was the first time I met Jordan as well in person was to find out that Jordan lives about 15 minutes away from me here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. 
Yeah, so not only what did you come all the way from Pennsylvania to Long Island for a meetup that I was I was doing, but two of you from Pennsylvania came out to Long Island. <laughs> like and you were so close to each other. Like what are the the odds on that? Oh, it's I, I have no idea. I yeah, mean, but I cr- I didn't know Jordan that well then, so I had no idea where he lived. Mm-hmm. And then his friend, whose name we can't remember right now, yes, she was like, "You two are idiots. You drove <laughs> separately from Pennsylvania. You live ten minutes away from each other." Yeah. yeah so, and, and how long is that drive? I forget. Uh, so the drive to Long Island, where we would meet up, that theater is like, oh, I want to say two hours easy, maybe an hour and forty-five oh, okay. minutes, but it's at least two hours. It's probably yeah. it's probably just over two hours. I'm probably really short selling it on an hour forty five, um, uh-huh. but it's a long drive. And that drive home that night was that was wow. it was long, dude. I'm sure. I'm, yeah. Well, you're. Uh, I mean, your commute into Manhattan when we do those meetups is oh is long. It's about two hours. Yeah, it's about forty minutes uh, drive from my house to the train station. And then about an hour and twenty minutes from the my train station to the city, so yeah, it's roughly the same. Yeah, um, but it's all worth it. Uh, oh, absolutely. So over in the Lehigh Valley, uh, John, you got to make a living somehow. You got a house to pay for. Uh, what do you do? So I am a director of information technology for a manufacturing company, actually in New Jersey. So. Though I live oh, okay. in, though I live in Pennsylvania, I work for a company in New Jersey. Uh-huh. And uh I've been there 20 years actually. Wow. Which is a very long When you when I look back on it, it it just doesn't seem like I've been there 20 years, but yet I know mm-hmm. I've spent most of my life there. So Yeah. Uh it was, is this like your first job, like out of college thing? Is that why you've been there for so long? I've had a, I had a couple of short term jobs um, in between after college, but uh, this was definitely the most consistent one, obviously. And um, mm-hmm. I was able to uh, progress um, through the IT department, you know, from a technician to a to a network administrator to a network manager, mm-hmm. um, and then finally becoming the director now for maybe the last eight years i want to say or 10 years almost oh okay uh what made you want to get into like it so originally i really wanted to get into computer science and get into programming and that type of stuff Mm -hmm. and uh i went to college for that and then i kind of switched things up a little bit and i and i moved into the it field not because i didn't um i didn't like uh programming and development and that type of stuff. It, I just, I actually came home from college the first time and I restarted um, what I was doing. I went to a business school and I focused on the IT stuff because at that point I just decided that I wanted to start working right as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And that was the fastest way for me to do that. And uh, that's how it all got started. But I mean, I was always into computers and anything like that from the first time I got my hands on one. So. Very cool. Um, so, do you see yourself at that same spot for for a long, like forever, or are you getting tired of being in the same place for twenty years? You know, you ne- you never say never. Um, mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, I'm very comfortable where I'm at, and there's a lot of exciting things going on with our company. We're growing. Um, we've merged with another company in the last uh, four years. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's some exciting things going on right now that 
um, keeps me motivated to do things. It keeps me excited about what I do and how I can improve things. And in in the IT field, you do get cycles where things are really kind of, I don't want to say boring, but they can be really static at some point. Like if you set up a lot of new stuff and everything, you do it in a short amount of time, you might be mm-hmm. using that stuff for, for a couple of years before you're going to do any other major upgrades or changes. So that can get kind of boring, but we're actually in a stage right now where we're going to start doing some new stuff and changing some things around and, and advancing with technology. So from that perspective, I'm still happy, but, uh, mm-hmm. y- you know, I don't know. You ne- Like I said, you just never know. One day you could yeah. get a great opportunity or somebody could o- offer you something that really um, could be a great change of pace and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll yeah, see what happens. Sure. Yeah. Um, so like with every episode, I, I asked my guests about their uh, their Twitter handle origin. And yours, I kind of have a feeling I know what it is. Uh, first of all, what is your Twitter handle if people want to follow you? So it's JCS83IT. Uh-huh. So th- and I think I've pretty much got everything, all my information in that from you. <laughs> You're, you really do. So the, yeah. so this obviously the JCS is my initials. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 83 is actually my favorite number. I wore it when I played football in high school. It's also the year that Return of the Jedi came out. Oh, sweet. Um, yep. So it's important in that respect. And then I just put IT at the end of it because when I first made it, I was planning on on being a little more active in my field with it and mm-hmm. being like, oh, I'm going to talk about all this technical stuff or I'm going to – whatever. I don't ever – I like I rarely ever do that. Yeah. Like yeah. that doesn't happen. Uh-huh. Um, so wait, you played – I didn't know you played high school football. I did play some high school football for a couple years. Uh, mm-hmm. I was not a starter or something like that. Um, I love football, and I wanted to play it so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the honest answer to that is uh, the 15 and 14 year old me was not physically ready uh, to play football. I mean, mm-hmm. I I I made it through my freshman freshman year of football, um, and then I broke my thumb, mm. so that sidelined me for half of the season. Um, I missed the last half of the season. Were you a uh, offensive player? So or you played both ways. Yeah, so I had practice to play both ways. Uh, I had um, practice as a split end or wide receiver, mm-hmm. and also a backup tight end, which I really didn't like playing the tight end position because my size. You know, I'm I'm six foot five, but I was really skinny. Yeah. I couldn't play the line, so it's like, come on, man, don't put me in a line. I don't want yeah. to be a tight end. That's that's like one of my uh, my baseball coaches when I was younger. I've always been a big guy. I've like in middle school, I was like two forty, and so like when I was playing baseball, uh, the coach would oh, like have me steal. Like, don't have me attempt to steal. I'm not gonna get second base off of this. Like, I feel like he just did it to like laugh and watch. Yeah, that's that's not cool. I mean, if if no, uh, so like for you putting in the tight end position and being a tall guy and and kind of lanky, like if you have to block bigger dudes, it's going to be a problem. Uh, it was always rough, and it, it was the yeah. the part that I hated the most. Um, the next year that I played, I actually almost broke my wrist on the first day of practice. Mm. I got knocked over by a big lineman doing blocking drills and stuff. And I fell back and landed on my, you know, landed on my hand the wrong way. 
So, um, but it also led me to probably my greatest moment uh, of high school football at that point, which was um, in a practice towards the end of the season, the coach did not like me. That's, I mean, that's really what it came down to. And we were doing an exercise called bull in the ring. So if you, if you don't know it, or if you've ever seen it, um, it's basically all the players circle around. One guy stands in the center, center, and the coach will call out a number. And whoever his number he calls out, that guy runs at you and tries to knock you off your feet. So we were doing that exercise, and I wanted to be in the center really bad just to show this coach that I could, I could take it, that I could tough it out. And he finally let me do it, and he called out like five or six numbers, and I never went down. And he he was really not happy about it, but I think I I was I mean I was super excited. But I was like, yeah, take that, pal. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not you know I may be this skinny kid, but I'm not that much of a pushover. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And um, I know we're getting farther away from your your Twitter handle and stuff, but uh, yeah, sorry you, about that. Uh, no, no, that's totally fine. I, I I had no idea you played football, so that was a. Uh, that was a revelation for me. Uh, but I do know that you do other sports and athletic stuff. You uh, you do karate. I you do. You do the art of karate. <laughs> <laughs> I do do karate, martial arts. Um, it's a form called uh, Kyokushin Karate. And um, if anybody looks it up, they're going to see that it's a full contact karate um, style. Mm-hmm. So, But the school that I go to and everything, it's um, it's a, it's changed a little bit since then. Um, at least at our school and the, and the head of our system, the way he teaches it. Um, but it definitely is probably my best sport, if you want to call it that, um, even though a lot of people will tell you that it's a way of life, um, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. But, uh, man, I just I just love it. Yeah, there's yeah. no doubt and about it. What is the difference? Because I have no idea the difference between different martial arts styles. So, like, for example, what Nick does, uh, Nick Scarpino, he does uh, jiu-jitsu, right? So, yeah, he does Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which mm-hmm. is more about grappling. Um, okay. And so there's a lot of holds. It's about getting position. Um, I mean, there's a lot more to it than that. But that's what they concentrate on in the Brazilian jiu-jitsu side. And um, so on the karate side, you know, we're more about stand-up. Um, we have set punches, kicks, blocks. Um, you'll see self-defense moves. We do a lot of kata, which is forms where you're, you're doing a, a sequence of moves and it turns into one single form. And, and really that's teaching you the moves. It's also teaching you how to practice, how to, how to focus and how to get better at all these techniques that you're learning. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, but we, in our, in our school and in our system, we also do grappling as well. So we're actually doing that right now. So the stuff that you hear about Nick doing, um, is very similar to what I'm training in right now as we're doing, Mm -hmm. uh, grappling, just probably not to the extent and the expertise with which the, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu guys are Mm -hmm. doing. And about how often do you do that a week? So I do it two nights a week now, um, sometimes three if I can. Mm-hmm. My schedule gets pretty busy, but I, I stick to two full nights a week uh, without a doubt. And I'm also uh, working on becoming an instructor, I'm hoping, uh, when I get to the point that I get to my black belt. 
and start doing the testing because I'd like to be able to give back all that I've learned um, from martial arts. And this is actually my second go around of mm -hmm. karate. So I did it. I did it before when I was a teenager uh, into my early 20s as well. Sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I don't think I could could be very good at karate. You it's, you it's... absolutely could. Everybody can be at it, man. Let me tell you, no, nobody yeah. can be restricted. Right? It's it is the one thing that I can tell you for sure. Everybody can do it if you put your mind to it. Awesome, great, yeah. That's 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 a good message to have. Um, now going back to your Twitter handle, even though this isn't your Twitter handle, right. I know that you have another username that you go by. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know. I you you told me once. But I, I couldn't remember what it was about. It's Anubis, right? So Anubis is the gamertag handle that I've had for, I don't know, forever. Mm -hmm. So um, Anubis came from one of the things that I've also liked growing up and stuff is history, and specifically ancient history. So I got big into uh, Egypt and Greece and Rome and all that type of stuff, right? But Egypt is where I kind of focused a lot of my attention as I was studying ancient history and reading about it and trying to understand it. So, um, Anubis is an Egyptian god, and I just kind of, I just kind of like that name. I also like the look. If you see, ever see the look of Anubis, look it up. Um, mm -hmm. You can see some really interesting takes on it. Um, now, is Anubis the Egyptian god with the dog head? He is the one with the, with the, with the dog head. Uh, Anubis would lead you um, to, uh, the afterlife, essentially, it'd leave you uh, mm. across the river Styx, um, when you pass is, is what the lore is and, and everything, so, um, very interesting character, and what I did is, is, uh, I took that persona, and I put it into my game, and I used to play a lot of first-person shooters, um, on the computer back in the day, so yes, I've, mm -hmm. I've been a PC nerd forever, <laughs> And um, so I started out with uh, games like, uh, really, as far as getting online into what, you know, what used to be called gaming clans all the time, and I don't, I'm not in that scene anymore, so I don't really know mm -hmm. if they're still going by that moniker and stuff, but um, I played a lot of COD2, I played the original Call of Duty as well um, on the computer. When that first thing, that thing first hit, and I played that first single player, I was hooked on that type of game. Um, mm -hmm. and I moved on to COD2 and ultimately became a full-time, like, Battlefield 2 player. And I played oh, Battlefield okay. 2 on the PC with a gaming clan. We used to be known as the Renegades of War. Um, okay. so it was Row was the initials for it, and we played on... For any listeners out there that ever heard of the uh, TWL ladders, Team Warfare ladders, um, our clan used to play in that weekly. In 5x5 five five in uh, Battlefield 2, also 2x2 two two armor, that type of stuff. Right, so um, so played a lot of Battlefield 2. I don't know what where we got cut off exactly, but... Um, you know, we played on the, the TWL ladders, and we played 5x5, five five, um, which was armor and infantry. Uh, or no, 8x8 eight eight was armor and infantry. 5x5 five five was infantry only uh, mm -hmm. in Battlefield 2. And then um, we also played a 2 versus 2 armor ladder um, that I played with another guy on the clan 
uh, and his tag was B-Man. So B-Man and I used to play that. So Okay. But uh, nice. so that's where so Anubis carried along from there. So because I was using it um, when I was playing in these clan in the gaming clan for Row mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I as soon as I bought my PlayStation Three, and it's like, oh, you need to sign up and and create a uh, a PSN name. That's also my PSN name, which is mm-hmm. uh, Anubis eighty three. Sweet. Um, and before we get into the next segment. Since you said you're a big history buff in Egypt, uh, specifically like Egypt and that type of uh, history, uh, did you enjoy Assassin's Creed Origins? Oh, I loved Assassin's right? Creed Origins, man. Did you do the museum mode? Because that's something I haven't done yet. I, You know what? I checked it out the one day and I haven't gone back to it um, okay. because I spent most of my time just playing the game and enjoying all the aspects of it. Um, yeah. And it's certainly one of the games that um, I think I've played the most of in the last year like yeah. of, of any of the titles that i've picked up in the last year mm-hmm. i think i spent the most time with that and going back to it like every once in a while i'll pop back in there and yeah and play around so that that go that's uh two episodes in a row now because uh i recorded with uh nikki pettit yesterday and she was gushing over uh, Assassin's Creed Origins and how it's so good and I agree I love the Assassin's Creed Origins I just got so overwhelmed with all the stuff you can do like I if, if I move to a new section like 15 more bu- things pop up to go check out it's like oh boy <laughs> I know every time every time you think you got everything or everything's nailed you move around and all of a sudden there's yeah. there's there's another there's another base so there's you know there's another fort you gotta take yeah um there you know some other it's a good thing the game's crazy. good though if if it was like things popping up constantly, and the game was bad, it'd be a problem. You know, and I give them yeah. a lot of credit. I think I think they did the best thing they could do for that franchise and put it aside and mm-hmm. let them focus and develop on it for those two years, and then yeah. come back and give us that. Um, and I well, think, it looks like we're getting more this year too. Yeah, and I think if they're gonna if they're gonna do this new expansion or not expansion, but the new game. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be in Greece the way that it looks like, um, I think that's that's excellent if they're using this engine and they can do that. And then after they do this one, it might be time to do another two-year span and kind of yeah. let it you know, let it rest. But I think they have a great core system right now again that they can certainly get away with doing it one more time. As a history buff, where would you like to see them go next? You know, I mean, the obvious choice is for them to go to Rome. I think, mm-hmm. and to do something in that theater. Um, but if I really wanted something unique and uh, and different in a, in a time period that we don't talk about so much, ancient Persia would be the next. Okay, that'd be that'd be cool. I know a lot of people, and myself included, um, I would love for them to go to Japan. Like feudal Japan would be really cool. Feudal Japan would be awesome too, and I I, I think that would be. That would be very interesting to see how they handle it with samurai and yeah. ninjas and that style and how they could work that combat in of that time. But I think that's mm-hmm. definitely another area they should absolutely go. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Nice, yeah. Um, so that leads in perfectly because uh, I'm doing a new segment on these shows. Um, instead of you know talking about what kind of games you're into, movies, music, whatever... Because um, a lot of podcasts do that, and I want to try to uh, uh, stand out a little bit more. So I'm going to ask you to give me one thing 
that you think that I should either read, watch, play, or listen to? And if I have, great, we'll talk about it. If not, then sell me on it. So the one thing that I would say right now is, and it's in the forefront of my mind, first of all, I'm a big Star Wars fan, so I just saw Solo this past weekend. Mm -hmm. It's actually the first Star Wars movie I haven't grown and seen on opening weekend in a while. I just couldn't couldn't make it work with my schedule. Um, So it wasn't because you were, like, less hyped for it. It just you couldn't make it out opening weekend. Yeah, it's a funny thing. And I think the marketing for Solo, I think, was poor. And I don't don't think it was marketed well. Um, And I think a lot of people got turned off by the fact that the directors got flip-flopped at the last minute and and all those reshoots they were doing and stuff and the bad bad press that that got. But um, as a Star Wars fan, I don't care how bad it might be. I'm going to go see it. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. So what did you end up – what did you – because I saw it myself. Um, I thought it was a a fun movie – I still, I do kind of wish we saw some new characters and, and less leaning on like nostalgia uh, a little bit. Um, but my standouts for sure was, uh, um, oh my god, uh, Donald Glover's Lando. Okay. I loved Lando in this movie. Lando was excellent. I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, and even Alden uh, Ironreich, who plays Han now, he I thought he did a, a pretty great job filling in for such a huge role that he was taking over oh absolutely i i think it's a it's a task that i i wouldn't wish upon any actor to have to to pick up for harrison ford and try to play this iconic character Mm -hmm. um but i think he really did it well and i think by the end of the movie you really feel like all right he is han you know yeah you kind of put past that it's that it's not the han that you've seen before but it is just the han character that you've known all along Mm -hmm. um as far as you know, leaning on nostalgia, there's no way to do that movie without it. Yeah. Because it's the lineage of what we all know, right? Mm. Um, I, I would say for me, some of the, I would say that the movie is good and not great. Yeah. And, but it's definitely fun. I enjoyed it. I liked it. There wasn't really a lot in there that I could, I could push back on and be like, oh, that was, excuse me, um, be like, that was terrible or I didn't like that. Yeah. Uh, but I would say for sure is that I don't think the box office take is, um, as, as shouldn't weigh as much as whether or not there need, there should be another movie in this, because I think the actors and the, the actual story, uh, lends itself that, that we should definitely see another one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I I thought Woody Harrelson's character was pretty cool. I like what he did with with that role specifically. Um, I don't want to spoil it because it's still kind of fresh, but uh, the ending of his arc in the movie I thought was pretty cool. I didn't see it coming. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. About you. No, I didn't expect it either. Like you know, we didn't really know what his role was yeah. uh, per se. So, I mean, that was a nice that was a nice part of the movie is the fact that we got that without um, really anything being spoiled for the most part. At least I didn't read anything and I didn't look into anything. Yeah. I barely, you know, I saw a couple of the trailers and I read almost nothing about the movie, um, especially after it was finished. So I didn't, because I didn't want it to be spoiled for me in any way. Yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, his character was excellent. He played it well. I mean, anybody that was worried that Woody Harrelson was going to be in the movie, um, I think, you know, he 
he did that part and that character a lot of justice. So yeah. So anybody who hasn't seen it, if you haven't seen it, Woody Harrelson is not the reason not to go see this movie. Absolutely, and I would even go as far as saying um, Amelia Clark as well, because I know the last kind of big mainstream movie she did was Terminator Genesis or Genesis with the weird spelling. Gen- yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was not great. And no, no, not good. I didn't hear anything raving about her performance in that, but I I loved her in this one too. Like I, when it comes to Solo, my standout when I think about it is every single character had great performances. Every actor gave a great performance. Even um, Paul Bettany's character. I wish we had a little bit more of him. No, I think he was excellent. Like, he really played the part that he played very well. And, you know, as we're not going into the spoiler stuff, yeah. um, he he was just a little bit of a surprise to me, though. He's a great actor, so his acting doesn't surprise me, but the role he played, the part and everything, and how he played it was, was spot on and, and a real nice addition to the film for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to throw an audible here because I do want to talk about, like, the big surprise thing. Okay. Because I need somebody who's, like, way more into Star Wars than I am to explain this to me and how this happened. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to throw it up right now. I'm. We're going to talk a little bit about spoilers for Solo. And it's significant, so, so if you don't want to yeah. know about it... You're going to want to jump ahead. Exactly. Like, going into the movie, I had no idea this was going to happen. So, we're going to talk about spoilers in three, two, one. What? How is Darth Maul back? Did I miss something? So, Darth Maul was actually brought back in the Clone Wars uh, animated series. Okay, so I don't watch those, so I, I, I did not know that. And his original return in that was a little bit... I, I mean, I didn't really like it that much. I could get it, but he was, like, he had spider legs, and he was, like, kind oh. of, like, his mind wasn't right. Like, he didn't know who he was, per se, and he was just this really weird character. Um, mm-hmm. As they played with that, they actually brought him along, and there was a he actually has a brother that they brought into the storyline and stuff, so he helps find him and, and that type of stuff. And I didn't see every episode of how this uh of how that happened and everything so i don't know that every specific detail about it mm-hmm. but he actually returned in star wars rebels as well oh, um okay. and had one last uh hurrah against obi-wan so there was a big episode of rebels where they were bring they brought obi-wan back and obi-wan and darth maul meet one final time Oh, if you don't, oh. and if you don't know what happens, uh, I, yeah. you know, I suggest you watch the original trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this, the solo is uh, after episode three. Is that where that takes place? You know, it's a little. Uh, that seems to be a it's bit like amb- a gray area. Yeah, it's a bit ambigu- ambiguous as to where exactly in the timeline this this solo movie actually fits. Um, it's definitely after episode one. Um, but it has to be like, it has to be after episode three. I don't see how it can't be. There's a star destroyer, there's stormtroopers, and the empire is recruiting people. So isn't the destroyer like getting built like in the sky? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, I mean, clearly it's after episode three. Um, I, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any warrant that it's not. Um, but it's how far is what we don't know. I mean, Solo's pretty okay. young. He's not like a kid, so it's not like prequels Anakin, but mm-hmm. it's, um, 
you know, he's definitely, I would say he's like in his early twenties at that point, yeah. you know? And like how, that. how did you like, cause another big thing I've seen people complain about solo is having them like answer all these questions that we didn't really need answers to. Like how did Han and Chewie meet and how did Han do the, the, Oh my God. See the Kessel, the Kessel run. run. Yeah. yeah. So like, did you like seeing those things play out on screen? I think the meeting, you know, the meeting with Chewie, I'm cool with. Um, yeah. I, I think that I actually well liked done. that a lot. Yeah, I think they yeah. did that really well, and I liked I liked that banter between them early on as they're getting to know each other, you know, and all that stuff. I mean, some of that was was spoiled in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I as for like a wouldn't. casual a casual Star Wars fan like myself, seeing Chewie be so aggressive and menacing in that first scene took me a little bit off guard i was like i want more of this chewy right and 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 you know what we have to keep in mind is this is a chewy that's been kept in captivity for we don't know how long yeah and um you know anybody's gonna be that wild and crazy at that point whether you're a wookie or not um so and as far as the kessel run I, i think it was really cool it was a great way to do it um and i liked the way that uh you know, that that ties into the story. I don't think that ruins anything in any way. And in fact, it just goes, so that's what they were talking about. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's, that's solo. Uh, I would say definitely go see it. Cause you, these movies like Marvel, Star Wars, these big budget action movies, I think you have to see them on the big screen. There's something special about it. Oh, absolutely. You absolutely yeah. have to go see them on the big screen. Otherwise, uh, I, you know, I feel like you're missing out. Exactly, yeah. So definitely go check it out. Um, it should still be in theaters because it deserves to be seen, even though it wasn't like this groundbreaking entry in Star Wars. Yeah, I agree 100%. You got to go see it, check it out. Um, you're going to have fun. Even if you don't exactly. think, like I said, even if you don't, like Kyle said here, if you don't think it's a great movie, that's cool, man, You, but you're going to enjoy it. There's a lot of good moments yeah. in there. It's just a lot of fun. Absolutely. All right, so that's the end of spoiler talk. I'll figure out how to let everyone know. <laughs> you I know, just put it, put, it, put a time code in there from yeah. here to here. Exactly. Um, so this show's all about kind of funny and the, the community of best friends. So I like to ask everybody that comes on, um, how did you find out about Kind of Funny? When was your first like idea that I'm a fan of, of the, these guys? So so my first interaction and my first um, pickup of the Kind of Funny guys goes back to the very early days of IGN, mm-hmm. and it actually has to predate even Greg's uh, tenure at IGN. So... When I started watching, or not watching, but getting onto IGN's website and, and watching for their PlayStation news and that type of stuff, it was Jeremy Dunham uh, that was the main guy doing PlayStation stuff at the time. Mm-hmm. So I gravitated towards um, reading his articles and seeing his stuff. And in fact, um, there was a video that they did early on. It was a QuickTime video that Dunham did with... I forget who it was, but they went to the San Diego Comic Con for the first time doing a video, and they called it the Dorkumentary. <laughs> and it was fr- it was hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. well, I should tweet at Donna one day and be like, "Hey, do you remember doing this?" Even though, because I can't find the video, like I don't know where mm-hmm. it is. You can't find it on IGN. So, like I said, it was a QuickTime video. 
so probably never got converted or anything, but man, it was, it was a lot of fun, but, so I was an IGN fan, and I was watching that, you know, I was, I was taking in their content and stuff, and then Greg started, and I started reading all Greg's reviews as he was doing them, and that's what captivated me a little bit, and then it, it led me to listen to Podcast Beyond when that first started, um, and then Colin came on, and, you know, Nick and Tim, uh, actually, I didn't know, before they started doing the Game Over Greggy show, I really didn't mm-hmm. know Tim, at, you know, his stuff at all, or Nick so much. You saw Nick on Up at Noon from time to time. Um, and, and I do have to say, the one thing that I think really gravitated me to watch so much of the content more than anything else is when Greg got sick with cancer. Yeah. And, um, you know, I lost it. I mean, I had lost a friend to cancer when I was a teenager. So, um, to me it was, you know, I was pulling for Greg the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like you wanted to see him come through and stuff, which he has and all that. So, so that's really when I, I got more involved in, in watching that stuff. But, um, so I follow those guys from IGN and uh, when they decide to start up kind of funny, I actually got to see them. I got to see uh, Greg and Colin for the first time and a live podcast beyond, which turned out to be one of their last ones mm-hmm. um, at the New York Comic Con in 2014, I guess it was. Nice, yeah. Uh, that sounds that, about right. Yeah, so I took my nephew. He didn't know anything about kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> And uh, we went to the Comic-Con, I sat there, I met the two of them, sat for the Podcast Beyond, I met, um, uh, who else? Shoot. Well, it wasn't like the, the rest of the Beyond crew, like Marty? Yeah, Marty Sleeva. So I met Marty, um, and you know, the three of those guys are great, and were just great guys to me, and it was a great time, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Didn't get to go to the IGN after party that they had, because I had my nephew with me, and it was 21 yeah. or over. Um, as we've seen in the kind of funny community, that that's a that's a sore point with certain events. Yeah. And I'm really, I, I feel bad for anybody that's under 21. Um, so then I followed them to start kind of funny, and 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 I so I've been uh, stuck with them from day one. You know. Yeah, I like how you said stuck with them. <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm not I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, yeah, all right, no. this is what you're doing. All right, cool. I'll follow yeah, along for sure. Um, so when it comes to kind of funny, what is your favorite piece of content they've done or like a favorite memory of yours it could be something they did like i said content wise or it could be community wise whatever whatever you want to pick um you know i mean first of all going to kind of funny live three last year was an amazing event and and it sure was i mean well yeah you were there i was so um you know, that's probably my best kind of funny community, you know, kind of like thing with them. I mean, between the live show on Saturday, the VIP meet and greet on Sunday, um, you know, and just getting to hang out with everybody that that's probably the, my biggest and most memorable thing. Yeah. As far as content wise, you know, it's actually, it's funny cause my, uh, my consumption of their content has changed a lot over the last from from the beginning, the first couple of years, to the last, I would say like the last six to eight months or so. Yeah. So I can't consume as much of the content as I would like um, on a daily basis, or even on a weekly and monthly basis, depending on what I have going on. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I do try to do every day is listen to kind of funny games daily. Yeah. And um, that's really my biggest. That's really my 
my most go-to show at this point. Um, I do still try to get a game over Greggy show in as you know when there's a guest that I like or if I see a yeah. topic that I'm that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just listening to the one with uh, Barbara Dunkelman the other day, um, so that was that was cool. And um, you know, I wish I had more time to watch. Um, you know, a lot of the other content that they do, but I, I, I like, I never see the morning show. I almost yeah. never, I almost never watch it or try to catch up on it unless there was something like everybody's talking about it. Like, oh, you got to see this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I, and the I'll thing. Try like, I, I come home and I obviously want to watch everything, and it's not just you know kind of funny stuff. It's you know, Easy Allies. It's Funhouse. It's Achievement Hunter, if they're doing a cool Let's Play that I want to watch. Uh, Good Mythical Morning. Like, YouTube is, like, my main source of, like, television watching. I rarely watch cable. Okay. So so when I get home, like, yeah, like you said, it's hard to... It's hard to keep up on everything. And to, for the for the people who say, like, oh, they should be doing so much more with their time, there's only a certain number of hours of content they put out each week. Like, they put out a ton of stuff. Like, don't... Don't oh, be absolutely. upset that you don't have content for every minute of the day, because like, then no one will watch anything. Well, I think, and I think what anybody who's thinking that, and I understand it because you love their content, you yes. want more of it. It and comes you from a good place, absolutely. And there was definitely a point early on that I was consuming everything, and I was making sure that I listened to every show and everything all the time. And you know what, I, it. What you're going to find is if you have the time to do that, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. You're enjoying it. Do it. Uh, you know, and I can appreciate that. Um, but unfortunately, we do have other things that uh, come up in our lives that we have to take care of, whether it's work, family, mm-hmm. um, you know, different stuff. I mean, for me, it was a real, it was one thing that was a real outlet for me when uh, my father was sick and and through that time period of my life a couple of years ago that that content really you know, kept me going. It gave me something to listen to that made me feel better, made me not forget about things, but mm-hmm. be able to deal with everything so much better. So, so their content, and I know that happens for a lot of people, whether they're going through a breakup or whatever. You know, what kind of funny does gives them the ability to to try to put all that aside for a little bit and enjoy something for an hour and a half, two hours, an hour, whatever it will be. Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. That- very well said. Um, and because uh, we, you mentioned Kind of Funny Life 3, which we went to last year, and it was amazing, one of the best weekends of my life. I can't wait to be back there again in a very sh- couple very, weeks. Like it's very, very short, short time. I know. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, but instead of a traditional Kind of Funny Live show, they're doing Kind of Funny Prom, right. which leads into this month's kind of theme on the show. I want to ask you about your your high school memories and what prom was like for you if you went. So you already kind of talked about you were on the the football team um, in high school, uh, but what? How was the rest of high school like for you? So high school high school for me was a uh, was a fun experience for the most part, though it was a little bit tough. Um, I've always been uh, the type of person that doesn't have a lot of friends. I know a lot of people. Um, I feel like I can fit in and, and have conversations with a lot of different groups. Um, but I didn't have that strong core set of, uh, well, I didn't have a large set of friends, right? I knew, like I said, I knew a lot of people and stuff. So I had a core group of friends. There was like three or four guys. And, you know, one, one guy in particular was, was my best friend. 
um, you know, throughout my, my time through high school and everything, but, um, so that, that led us, so there were three of us, or four of us, that were really good friends, and, um, we, uh, we ended up meeting some girls, those guys started dating the girls, and I wasn't, I wasn't dating anybody, so, so leading up to, as we were getting closer to closer to our senior year, and, um, the point where you're going to have to ask somebody to prom and make that decision. Um, I wasn't dating anybody or anything like that. And so, uh, it it was a little bit of an experience and I could, I could tell you that I used to talk to this, this girl I was in school with, um, and she, I worked at electronics boutique and she worked at another store in the same mall. Mm -hmm. And so on my breaks, I would go down and we would chit chat and everything. And, and I had this idea in my head. I was like, oh, I'm going to ask this, you know, I should ask this girl to prom. I'm like, I don't have a shot, really, because, like, yeah. you know, I'm like, but, you know, I'm going to do it anyway. And I was talking to her one day, and I wasn't going to ask her that day, but I was just talking to her, and I was thinking, of like, oh, I'm probably next time I talk to her, you know, I'll probably bring it up. And as I'm walking away, she's like, all right, well, I'll see you later, Bill. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, all right, that's it. Oh, man. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Now, was this for um, a senior prom, junior prom? Yeah, this was for this for a senior prom. So my senior school, prom. we didn't have, we didn't do a junior or sophomore proms or anything like that. So we only okay. had, we only had a senior prom. So that was my senior year. Um, now I did ask somebody else. Oh, um, okay, yeah, I was, that was my next question. Was but that was just give up. But man, talk about just getting knocked down, like yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she knows it. Like I don't think she ever realized it at the time and I and I don't you know I don't fault I didn't, yeah. I faulted her at the time like how the hell could you not know who I am mm-hmm. you know how do you not know my name you talk to me like four times a week and we've been going to school together for years but whatever yeah. nah. um, but that was just a clear sign that this is not the person you want to ask you know mm-hmm. um, so uh, but I did I did up at, uh, you know I asked somebody else and um, and she was really cool she was she was a she was a great girl and um you know there was a little bit of uh <laughs> there was a little bit of contention leading into prom so uh, that was that was always interesting what kind of contention like you guys butted heads or so we weren't so we weren't going out so we were just friends and i kind of wanted to go out so we did go out on a date um before the prom and stuff like that and we had known each other for a while so, because our friends were dating each other, so my best friend John was dating one of her friends, mm-hmm. and my other friend Corey was dating her other friend. Um, so we all, you know, we all knew each other and all that stuff. Um, and and basically, what it had come down to is, um, you know, she wanted us to just be friends and 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 didn't really want to go out in that sense. So I'm like, okay, that's you know, that's that's kind of fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were making so we had she had bought her dress, I had my tux. And a week before the prom, she shows up to where I worked, and I worked at a gas station. And she hands me this note, and I'm like, "What's this?" She's like, "Read it later." And I go to open it up. She's like, "I said read it later. Don't read it. You know, don't read it now." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay." So um, I asked somebody to cover for me for a minute because I gotta know what this note says. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I open up this note, and basically, uh, you know, I won't go into the details or anything, but basically, what it says is that. Um, if I'm expecting something after prom, I should just oh. take, I should take this other girl that I knew that I had a thing for, uh, off and on for a couple of years. And Whoa. I was like, 
I was like, what? Like, why are you bringing her up? And I'm yeah. like, so I read this thing, and I, it's, it was so insane and everything. So I get off of work. I go home. I call her up. I'm like, what? What is this? Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, who told you that yeah. I only expect one thing after prom in the first place? And I'm mm-hmm. like, second of all, like, we're a week from prom. You really think I can just ask some other girl <laughs> and she's going to have a dress all lined up, ready to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, and she was upset and she apologized for it and stuff like that. And we went. So we yeah. went. And um, and the prom experience, <laughs> mine was probably, I, I don't know, it's different than everybody else's, but I would definitely yeah. call it unique in that I ended up, because I bought, I think I bought my prom tickets late or something like that. Um, they were doing prom pictures. Mm-hmm. So um, they were professionally done and you had a schedule of time. Oh, I en- okay. I ended up with the first time of the day. Now, our prom started at 7 p.m. at night, and my picture time was 2.30 in the afternoon. Oh, my God. Like, what am I supposed to do with all this time? That's insane. So, was your prom at your school? No, it was at a a local resort, actually. Okay, so your prom pictures, did you have to go to the resort, or you just go to the school? No, I had to go to the resort. Jeez, that's a lot of time in between. It is, it is. So I picked her up, and you know she wasn't too excited about having to go so early. I'm like, well, what are we gonna like? You want these pictures or no? Yeah. And um, so uh, we we go. I go pick her up and everything. I pick her up on my 1980 Camaro. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm balling it here. Nice. And uh, we go out there early. So I'm in my tux. She's in her dress. We get our pictures taken. Okay, we got like four hours to this prom like what are we gonna do right Mm -hmm. and thankfully the resort had a little arcade dude oh yes so i went in and we were playing super punch out and um something else i forget what else was there i think there was uh there might have been a yeah i'm pretty sure there was a street fighter also that's pretty incredible so played some played some punch out street fighter and a guy will like walk by in his shorts and stuff and everything's looking at me i'm like what you never seen a kid in a tux playing a video game before? <laughs> yeah exactly you know that's so, pretty awesome um but it turned you know it turned out to be a pretty decent night we ended up leaving early because we had been there you know mm-hmm. for so long and stuff yeah. and um the funny part was we missed, apparently we missed the most ridiculous part of the prom for, for our senior class, which was not too unusual for, for our class to make some kind of big mistake um, or for, forget a big thing. Basically, the DJ they hired, you know, everybody picks a prom song, right? So you, you yes. pick a prom song. The DJ did not have the song. <laughs> he didn't have it. They couldn't play it. What was it. the song? Uh... Billy Joel, um, these are the times, or okay. something like the Afriota was. One of those. Yeah. I don't remember offhand, but this is the time to remember, maybe? Is that what it's called? I don't know. I, I think so. That sounds about right. Somebody somebody will know it. And um, But so supposedly, well, not supposedly, but from what I've heard, because I wasn't there, uh, the class tried to sing it themselves. <laughs> So I, missed... I want I want video evidence of this so bad. I know, right? Like, but this is so far before there was like video and stuff. So like nobody yeah. had video then of that stuff, and it, it was just this epic story. When you go into school on Monday, everyone's like, "Did you hear what happened?" I'm like, "No." 
So. Oh man. That's um, crazy. Yeah, and then we, you know, we followed up the day after the prom with going to a local amusement park here called Dorney Park. So that was pretty oh, cool. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Nice. Uh, how big was your your graduating class? Like, was it a big prom? We had four hundred and eighty. Wow. Uh, yeah. Some people. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, prom. I don't think like not the whole class went, mm-hmm. um, but there was uh, a lot of people. Uh, a good friend of mine showed up with two girls. Okay, um, as you do. Uh, as, uh, hey, as if you do. if you could pull it off, absolutely. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Having two dates in one night, it's okay. Um, and uh, there was another kid that showed up to our prom that we hadn't seen in like three years, and <laughs> we're like, we're like, I thought you died or something. Like, you know what I mean? You you just didn't know. Like, where did you where, go? Where was he? Where was he? So he had, I mean. I never really liked the kid, to be honest with you. Like, okay. him and I always butted heads and everything. But, you know, he, he was in a serious uh, accident, mm. um, I think with a car or something, with another kid. And so he was out of – he would have been out of school for medical leave for, like, maybe six months or something like that. And uh, his parents decided to just homeschool him from there. He was fine. Like, he recovered fully and everything. So um, – but he, you know, he wanted to go to prom, so he came to prom and everything, and it was, it was interesting. hadn't seen him in almost three years, and yeah. and I and I said to him, I was like, you know, we made the joke, we're like, oh, I thought you died or something. He's like, nah, I'm still here and everything. And then talked to him for five minutes, and I realized again that I was like, I do not like this guy. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh man. I'm like That's just crazy. such a jerk. <laughs> are you are you excited for the prom theme for kind of funny prom? You know, it's funny. Is I'm excited, and at the same time, dude, I don't know what to expect about what we're what we're gonna encounter. Um, yeah. My my girlfriend, who is just started to watch some kind of funny content with me, um, she's watched mostly the movie reviews at this point. We watched some of the Marvel, yeah. and, and uh, uh, movie reviews. We still have to watch the one on Solo um, because uh, we haven't had a chance to watch that one yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is all new to her and stuff, and she's like, she she. It's funny because you remember last year, you and I were dressed and ready for the show, yeah. like from the time we left the hotel in the afternoon, we never went back to the hotel, right? Yeah, she's I think like, I went back because I needed to take my medicine or something because that was awful, awfully sick. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You did, you did run back. I remember, yeah. I remember you run back for stuff. But you know, I wore the shirt and tie like I had in the thank you video and in my profile. Mm-hmm. And you know we never went back. So she's like, I am not walking around San Francisco with us dressed up. And <laughs> I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, we don't, you know, um, whatever you want to, you know, whatever you want to do. So we're more '80s themes, and we we have our colors coordinated. I still have to to sort out exactly like the shirt that I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got white pants. Nice. I got a I got a pink vest with a pink bow tie. Okay. Uh, the shirt is like I'm trying to figure out what color shirt to wear to to go. Like I don't know if I'm just going with traditional white or if I'm gonna. Mm. Um, it, it's hard to match another color with pink, though. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, but I, mean, I did. You could do kind of funny games uh, and kind of funny blue. Do that's the blue not... and the pink. Yeah, that's actually that's not a bad idea because that that pink is right in theme with. Uh, with the 80s stuff so i think uh, yeah. that's that's a good idea i think i might i think that. that i think that's what i'm gonna do with my my shirt and stuff i think i'm gonna go like neon pink 
Okay. And my I'm, I ordered a pair of. Do you remember Zubaz pants? Yes. So I ordered unfortunately a pair. yes I do know. <laughs> I ordered a pair of uh, like the kind of funny blue, almost that color. So I'm gonna do that type of combo. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but I but I am cheating a little bit, and by cheating I'm saying I'm just ripping off Greg and I'm wearing uh-huh. a pair of gray Converse. I was also thinking about just grabbing some Converse because I don't want to buy like special '80s themed shoes that I'm never gonna wear again. Well, that yeah. My girlfriend and I, when we were when we were talking about outfits and stuff like that, she's like, "You're not buying shoes you're never gonna wear again." Yeah. She's like, "You have to buy shoes that you're gonna wear again." Yeah. She's like, "Part let's, of me, let's try the me, Converse and see if you like them." And yeah. I put them on. I haven't worn a Converse in I don't know how long. And I was like, "Oh, these are kind of comfortable." Yeah. <laughs> I, part of me wa- wanted to. Um, in the 90s, like, Reebok had the you know, basketball shoes where you pumped them up. They had, like, the pump yep. on the toe. Yep. Uh, I wanted so badly to find a pair of those, and I just – I searched for them, like, two weeks ago, and they were, like, $300, $400 for a pair. It's like, nope. Oh. Uh-uh. No, thank you. I'll no, just no, go no. with regular old sneakers or something. Yeah, that's not yeah. that's not worth it at all. Like, you want to be no. comfortable, and, you know, whether you're doing 80s or 90s, man, it's, it's, it's just about having fun. You know? Absolutely. I think I think I saw um I know somebody said and I I want to say it was maybe Kaylee said on Twitter or something that if somebody doesn't show up in a theme outfit she's not talking to them. <laughs> I think she did say that, yeah. Right? But it don't don't be bullied into not or uh, or being forced to be on theme. Like Oh no. It's I, so laid know, back. It's just about fun because it in the the other thing, as we were looking at stuff as as the community events were announced and everything, um my girlfriend whose name is Michelle, so Michelle's mm-hmm. like she's like, Why is there no mention of eighties, nineties? She's like, Are you sure this is themed? I can't just wear a nice <laughs> oh, black yeah. dress. You, you don't want to be the only ones to show up in like ridiculous themed outfits. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I know it's themed, and I and I told her, I'm like, I'm gonna talk to Kelsey, and we'll make sure everything is okay. All right, like, yeah. So like my you know my plan for this year when we get there, because you got VIP ticket again. Um, yeah. I didn't this year because Michelle, um, you know, not being that big of a fan, I you know she, I just decided not to. We just decided not to go that yeah. route. Um. And I know Mikey Kelsey have regular tickets, so I'm probably what I'm going to try to do is pair up with them when it goes time to actually get in line for the prom and everything. So we're, so we're hanging out with people that we know. Michelle have somebody to talk to, yeah. other <laughs> other than me. I see, and I don't know. That's something I should look into. I don't know if VIP gets like early access or anything. Still, it's uh, it I, I sounded know, like I, you get to get in early. Like you still oh, get a okay. little preferential. Like you get to get in early, but I don't know. I'm hoping this year that the line situation is totally different, um, and that. Well, yeah, I think the location is actually like inside of a mall. Yeah, that's what they said, and I don't, I don't really understand that, so I can't yeah. wait to so see. So we can what just hang out about. at the food court if we want before we go in. Yeah, and if that we can do that, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll... So, so everyone that's listening, you know, look out for John in his white pants and neon vests and stuff and it's was, gonna be a great time so if, if you're nervous about going to kind of funny prom and you're on the fence do it because it's sure it's not like a traditional show and yes it is a prom and a lot of people are hung up on the fact that it's like dancing bringing a date whatever i'm not bringing a date 
I don't usually dance, but if you put a, put a couple of drinks in me, I will dance horrifically, which is what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's there all about fun and, and hanging out with people you talk with online all the time, and with no, people that, that you watch and, and are entertained by. And that's you know, and that's and that's really what it's all about. I mean, that's what kind of funny live three was. It was the 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 moment to meet all these people you interact with online. Um, and even though it's a prom theme this year, I would tell everybody the same thing Kyle just did is, is just go, go and have fun. Let me tell you, I don't care what you're wearing. We're all going to have a blast, man. I don't care if you don't dance. Nobody cares really. Mm. Greg will make you dance anyway. So it's fine. You know, Nick might just watch you dance. I don't know. (laughs) Sip it on something. Yeah. I could just see that creepy look. Right. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> Unless Pony comes on, and then he'll be all for it. Oh, Pony's gotta gotta come on. Was no, that a '90s song? No, it's not a '90s song. But you know, how could they not play it? Yeah, that's that's very true. All right, uh, now it's time for the show where my guest brings an old game over Greggy show topic, and we discuss it amongst ourselves because that's something when I watch or listen to Game Over Greggy show, I'm either yelling at the cars driving by me or I'm yelling at the TV screen and, and, you know, thinking about what I would say in in that situation. Uh, So, John, what is the topic that you brought for us to talk about tonight? So the topic that I'm bringing is not one that's too old, um, but one I I felt like was interesting and fun for us to to, to go over here, which was, um, like I was just talking about before, because the last show that I listened to was with Barbara Dunkelman, and... Mm -hmm. I was actually going to go with her topic, which she was talking about um, if you had to have a rating system online for yourself. Oh, um, God, that's like that Black, Black Mirror, Mirror episode. Like so. that Black Mirror episode, that's what they were talking about. But I decided, yeah. I was like, you know what, that's kind of, I don't, I don't really want to talk about that. Um, but Nick led into what I thought was a great topic about achievements and mm-hmm. um, really about achievements in life. So, so the topic is really about what is what do you enjoy more the journey to reach an achievement or the achievement itself so like i have so for myself yeah i'm going to use my my own my own thing right now is i have a goal to achieve and get a black belt at my martial arts school right mm-hmm. but i got to tell you like i want that black belt there's nothing that's going to stand in my way from that black belt but the journey that i'm taking to lead to that achievement, the journey for that achievement yeah. has just been fantastic. And mm-hmm. I don't know that I, it's, I mean, obviously not having achieved it yet. I'm not really sure which is going to be more satisfying the journey itself or the actual achievement. Yeah. I, I, I kind of lean on the side of the being enjoying the journey more than the actual you know, end goal, the end achievement, as they say. Uh, my The thing that I think of when you brought this up to me earlier that we were doing this was uh, me going to college. I was the first, um, first Stevenson in the family to go to college and actually graduate. And that's a great feeling and a great honor. But when I look back at it, I, I don't remember graduation day. I, I, I remember all the fun times I've had with my friends in college and the, the fun classes, the awful classes, you know, the, the ridiculous assignments and doing all that stuff that led to me to get to graduation day, I think is, and not even just graduation day, like help shape me as a person. 
Like it, it's so much more important to me. No, absolutely. And, and, uh, I mean, and that is it for anyone that graduates college, that's always a great achievement. And I, yeah. and I think that journey is, especially college, the journey is definitely more memorable and more enjoyable than probably the achievement itself. Um, in that respect, but, yeah. um, you know, I find, I, I, I was going to say that just real quick that I think this show and you doing this podcast is a fantastic achievement, Oh, thank you, you know, and think about the journey that it took you to get oh, here. I can't yeah. imagine what, you know, what you were going through to, to, to try to put this together and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, you're making it happen now. So yeah. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It, it was, uh, uh, not gonna lie, it was a lot of second guessing myself, a lot of, uh, you know, am I the right person to do it? You know, I'm very hard on myself. So when I when I set a goal like this show, um, I want to make sure I do it right, and I and I go about it the right way. And so it's it's awfully nice and humbling to hear that because you're not the only one that said that. Some other people have said that too, and. Um, it's a great thing to hear and it's, it's definitely the journey is, has taught me so much because like I, before I even started this, I was like, Oh, I'll just record an episode and I'll throw it on iTunes. Nope. That's not how it works at all. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta make sure the audio syncs up correctly, which, you know, I should have known beforehand and things like, uh, having an RSS feed. So it, you upload it to that and then that automatically sends it to iTunes or wherever, like those little things I didn't know. And now I know, and it's all about learning new skills. And I think a journey is perfect for that. To no, learn little things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's all involved. I mean, the only thing I've never done an audio podcast stuff. So I've, I've participated in one other one. Um, so I only know what it's like to be a participant on one, not to actually put it all together and put it out. Um, the only thing that you and I do both know about is putting out, uh, you know, a thank you video for kind of funny. Mm -hmm. I was going to bring that up next because that was, that was quite the journey. That that was a lot. I'll tell you what, that, that is, that would be one of the things where I would say that the achievement is something that probably weighs more than the journey itself because, man, we had, some, we had some rough days there, brother. Yes, I mean, yes, we did. So if, if anyone didn't know, a couple of years, two years ago, a year and a half ago, whatever it was, it was year two of Kind of Funny, I think. Yeah, we were, well, we were, it was the, yeah, celebration, uh, the end of year two and the beginning of uh, year three. Yeah, um. I wanted, we wanted to do something like, uh, thanking them for what they do for us. Kind of like what the show is and, and what people do tweet at them and send them Facebook messages and tip on the show about, we wanted to show a video uh, and like highlight who the community is. So basically I sent out this thing in the Facebook group. Like if you want to make like a 15 second video, uh, well, just saying how much kind of funny means to you, we'll throw it together and, uh, we will show it or try to get them to watch it on the morning show on kind of funny day. Right. And, and man, that was, that was my first time trying to edit anything. Yeah. We, we, uh, we had a heck of a time, uh, putting it all together. I know a little bit, I did the intro and the exit, you know, we tried to put it together as a news segment, which is, it was funny because you'll remember when it aired, when they, when they played some of it and they aired some of it on the live stream, neither one of us made it in the stream. No. 
So, uh, and that, that which was is... part of me, like, I felt bad, like, for me feeling a little, a little upset, a little selfish, like, oh, all these other people got to do it, but all the, the hours and, and, yeah. and tears that went into making it. I like... just, I honestly, I just kind of laughed. Like, I was yeah, just I like, that's, it's funny that it, it didn't happen. <sighs> like, I know all the guys watched it afterwards. Yes. They watched the whole thing. Yep. I know they saw it. They thanked us for it. And that was really all that I needed, but it was just yep. that funny moment where they just like <laughs> skipped to the middle of it. And Kevin just started it. skipping around. I was like, okay. I, was, I wanted to yell at Kevin and be like, Kevin, just let it play. Yeah, but you know what? You know what was awesome about that? Because that video ended up being like thirty minutes. We I had know. a lot of it was people really, submit things. It was really long, and you know what? And I think that video. That video introduced both of us to a lot of people that we met at County Funny Live 3. Yeah. Um, and people that I didn't I didn't particularly know yet at that point, and you just yeah. got to interact with um, at that time. So, so. Yeah, it's the, that's what I was going to say. It was the when they were skipping around and they were showing bits and pieces of it. Uh, afterwards, people would be like, uh, this made like my day, my week. Like I made it on the kind of funny thing. Uh, where people like they they saw me they acknowledged me where that couldn't have happened beforehand right um and that's like you were saying that's how we got to meet the uh the australians and the the kiwis with thomas and jack and thomas jack uh, Jono. yeah um you know those guys are those guys are great i'm a little bit sad that i think i don't think any of them are coming to kind yeah, of funny prom so this year and uh so so uh, i know thomas is really like well dude you need just need to take a trip to new zealand yeah. um and jack is like well you need to come out to australia <laughs> yeah so um one day one day one man day. i'm taking yeah one day you gotta but, yeah, take that vacation out there and see that, those guys again that video that project is is one of those cases where the end result the achievement is pretty special Like you said, it led us to meet and actually consider these people friends that we've never met before in real life, and um, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it was uh, it was also the that was, and I know you follow her content more than I do, but Miss Movies, yeah. um, I missed the Game Over Craggy episode that she was on, and when we did that thank you video, she sent in a 15-second clip, and she introduced herself as Miss Movies. I remember seeing it for the first time, I was like, who's Miss Movies? Oh. Like, like, who is this? Yeah. And I looked back, and then I was like, oh, she was on a Game Over... And so I listened to that episode and stuff, which was a really good one Yeah. Uh, with her, and then I got to meet her at Kind of Funny Live 3, which was really nice. She's a... She's just a super nice person, yeah. so yeah. Um, that was really nice. And you know, the other thing as to outside of the the uh, the thank you video, but thank you of kind of funny live three. Who whoever thought I'd get to to stand there and have a conversation for like fifteen minutes with tone deaf, right? I'm like, yeah. you know, that was crazy. It's such yeah. a cool dude. Such a cool dude. Yeah. So. In most cases, the journey is definitely more important. It helps shape you as as a person. And but there's those case, there's those things that you can hold, you can quantify and and watch that kind of make it more worth than all the time that you put into it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. you know, we and and so everybody understands. I don't regret putting any of that time in at all to do that yeah. video. That mm-hmm. was totally worth it. And 
Kyle and I did it not just for the guys, but for the community. Yeah. Because we wanted to give everybody that outlet and give everybody the same opportunity that we wanted to thank the guys for what they do um, for us every day to put this content yeah, out. Because at that point, me going to Kind of Funny Live or meeting them was never a thing that I thought I could do. Like, at all. So I know, this was my way of, of, of doing it. I know, having never been on a plane before at that point. Yep, yeah. And everything that was a it was a huge it was definitely a huge deal. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Kind of funny. Prompt's gonna be uh, it, it's just gonna be fantastic and it's and awesome. So I don't I don't know if I told you, but I mean this year, uh, my girlfriend and I are actually flying out to um, Vegas. Oh, the weekend before kind of funny prom. So we're gonna be in Vegas for a couple days, and then we're flying to San Francisco. We'll be there from Monday um, through the prom. So nice. um, we're going to spend the first couple of days just going around the city, something we didn't get to do last time, really. Yeah. <clears throat> See some of the sights um, and, and just enjoy the city a little bit for a couple of days. And then, man, jump right in to all the community events. Yeah. And uh, just enjoy enjoy everything. I, I saw you got the uh, Shit Arcade uh, I did. tickets. I didn't. I, I, I saw your note like 20 minutes afterwards and it was gone. Yeah. Everything was gone. Yeah, it went quick. So I didn't I didn't get that stuff. Well, that that's a good thing we planned, you know, the foundry at the same time, so. Yeah, so I'll be at the foundry. Um we'll we'll enjoy that that night. I mean, that place was great when we were out there last year, so I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun again this For year. For sure. Yeah, so um before we, you know, lose sight of the thing, that that was a great gog topic. I that was... Oh, so the achievement... Yeah, yeah <laughs> I almost forgot what we yeah. were talking about. No, it, it, it's definitely good to look back and and kind of reminisce. And, uh, no, but that I... Th- was good, that was a good one. Yeah, so I, I think the message of, of that topic, and the one thing I would want to leave with everybody is... And you, you hear the guys talk about it, and a lot of people talk about it all the time, is, you know, set goals and don't lose sight of them. Um, don't let yourself be deterred from them. Um, and, and really do everything. If you really want something, man, you can go get it and you just got to work at it. And sometimes it's going to be hard. It's going to suck. And you're going to think that you can't do it, but push through, keep going. And when you're feeling down or whatever, kind of funny, you know, kind of funny community, us best friends, we hold each other up and we pick each other up and, um, we don't let anybody, uh, fall down. So you can always reach out. There's always a best friend out there willing to help you uh, at any time to make you feel better, to make you laugh, um, and you know maybe maybe to make you you know just be a little silly with once in a while, whatever. Um, yeah, we do all of it. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, excellent. So uh, let's get into the questions part of it. I tweeted it out before the show. Um, asked John some questions, so we got one. And we got one from... Well, at least there's one the, question. Yeah, the one question. Well, part of that's my fault, because I totally forgot. I was teaching kindergarten all day again today. Oh, uh, so okay. So I'm very tired. I was like, oh, shit, it's 20 minutes before I'm recording with John. I need to tweet out. But we got a question, which is good. I'm glad we got one. And it's from none other than Jordan. Ah, uh, The, the guy that lives 15 minutes away from you. Yes, he does. Um, at 32BitPlayer uh, on Twitter. Uh, what is the most important lesson that you have learned uh, from your karate training? Uh, what was what has? Let me rephrase this. Uh, what was the most fun thing that you learned? Like, 
the, oh, the process of learning was fun? What part of it was? The most fun thing I've learned. Well, I and, and it's really so far. Hmm. Um. Like, do you know how to like dislocate people's arms just by looking at them, or? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. I don't quite. You can't just look at them, dude. You got to get a little bit of contact. Um, no, I, I. I think probably the funnest thing for me is having having done it once before and walked away from it, and coming back a second time. Is I definitely have a sharper focus. I'm more dedicated to it, and I understand what it means to walk away from it. Yeah. So this time, I, I'm I'm enjoying it more. Um, than I did before, but I'm also much more focused and, um, but I'll, I will say f- definitely the funnest thing about it to me is that moment that, uh, that clicks when you're working with a weapon. So if you're doing a weapons form or you're training with a weapon and and you're, you're learning how to handle it properly and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And nunchucks are the one thing that come to mind. Um, when I was younger and I tried nunchucks, I was okay with them. I never felt super comfortable with them, mm-hmm. um, and this time, uh, we're you know we're doing nunchucks again, and I find that I had a little bit of a struggle with them early again, and um, and I'm right-handed, so my right hand always feels so much more comfortable than my left when I'm doing anything. But I found that that age-old thing of just practice. Man, it really, it, it absolutely works. So yeah. I enjoy right now when I'm doing weapons or form or anything really when it clicks. Mm-hmm. When that clicks or when you nail the form or when you finally, you're doing the techniques right, when you're doing a self-defense right. Um, you know, like we were talking about much earlier in the podcast that we're doing some grappling now. So we're doing a move where you transfer, somebody has you in guard they throw they throw a punch and you transition them uh or actually i'm sorry say that again they have you in mount yeah uh they throw a punch and you transition and and flip them over and you get into their guard and then you flip and you move over into side guard um and you learn how to control so you're learning how to use your body and uh, do that type of stuff. And it was one of those things that I haven't done a lot of grappling. I didn't do wrestling in high school and that type of stuff. But, man, when you're doing when you're doing that stuff and it finally starts to click and you're doing it with a bigger guy. And my, mm-hmm. a friend of mine in the class, Steven, is uh, a little bit shorter than me, but, it, you know, a little bit heavier than I am, a little more muscle and stuff like that. But when you're finally able to manipulate him, like when I was finally able to manipulate him without like feeling like I'm, I'm really struggling with anything Mm -hmm. is when that's when it's fun. That's when you feel good about it. You're like, yes, I got it. You know? Um, that's awesome. And stuff like uh, that. So what, uh, what has been the most important thing you've learned through karate? Is it the focus? I mean, focus is important for sure. Like, there's a there's a time for fun, and there's a time for for you to to really lock it down and and and, uh, and focus in on the technique or the exercise you're doing um, or the the routine. You know, if you're if you're doing a form, you're focused on that form and you block everything out. That type of stuff. Yeah. Um, but there there also is is a humility to it. Um, mm-hmm. that you really find. So probably as a younger, I know as a younger guy, um, I could get pretty cocky about certain things and, and whatnot. Um, not that I don't 
Not that I still can't get cocky about stuff once in a while, yeah. but when you do certain things with certain people, um, like the master of our system, that guy makes you feel like you don't know anything. Um, and it, all that makes me want to do is learn more. Okay, I need to practice harder. Like, I want to know mm-hmm. how to do that. How do I figure out how to do that? Um, yeah. And you see that from my from my sensei, too. And he's younger, you know, my sensei's younger than me, but he's been doing it longer and con- more consistently than I have. Um, and it really does humble you into to what you can learn. But it doesn't humble you in the sense that you don't want to, that you want to quit or you want to walk away from it. It just helps you focus more and be like, all right, I can do that. I just need more time, more practice, mm-hmm. more whatever. And, um, you know, I don't think I've been in better physical shape uh, in my life at this point um, than nice. what I have been now. So that's also, a, you know, a great thing, too. That's great. Ah, awesome question, Jordan. Uh, thank you for, for tweeting a question for our lovely friend, John. Um, and with that, that's the end of the episode. Uh John, thank you so much for coming on. I, when I started this, you were one of the the first people I wanted to get on, and I'm happy we finally got this because uh, I owe you a lot. So I appreciate it. Well, I want to thank you for having me on, and I really yeah. appreciate the opportunity. And um, you know, I just think that. Well, first of all, you're the you're the best kind of funny best friend anybody could have, not just kind of funny best friend you're just a great best friend anybody could have first of mm-hmm. all if you guys haven't met kyle you need to meet <laughs> kyle that's all there is to it you're never going to meet a nicer guy ever that's all you know that's that's just the the straight story there mm-hmm. and um yeah i mean i would have loved to have done it earlier and i know with your schedule and my schedule it was yeah. it was a, it was a little bit tough to to get this synchronized but i'm glad we could get it done before we got to kind of funny prom otherwise we yeah. were just going to do it live at kind of funny prom um yeah. and it would be a real train wreck i'm sure yes it would yeah it would uh <laughs> you almost had me crying john all right so let's move fast this i can't cry in the episode yet uh john where can they find you if they want to follow your shenanigans so, if you want to follow my shenanigans, first of all, you'll find me in the Facebook group, though I don't uh, post in there that much these days. I comment every once in a while. I've been trying to do it a little bit more again, um, so you can look for me in there. You can find me on Twitter at JCS83IT. Um, I do have uh, YouTube as well, but I don't really post. I haven't posted anything there in quite a long time. Uh-huh. Um, I did some vlogs for Kind of Funny Live 3. Uh, if you do want to see something funny, you really got to check out Day 1's vlog because, man, that is just the best. Kyle's in it, by the way. I am. Very briefly, there's a wonderful story in there about some Chinese food <laughs> across yeah. the street. But, you know... Oh, um, God, yeah, we didn't even touch on that, but that's for the next time you're on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll have to check that out next time. And um, I will do my best to post up a couple vlogs for a Kind of Funny Prom, uh, which could be entertaining. You might actually get to meet uh, my girlfriend, Michelle, if she'll stand in with me for some of the videos. We'll have to see how that goes. And what uh, what are you on YouTube? Uh, YouTube is the same thing, I want to say. JCSA3IT, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same exact. Perfect. Um, um, ID. Sweet. Uh, I don't use it. Fu- en- I don't use it enough in that way yeah. to really be like, oh, this is what it is. Well, um, with the with the magic of post production, I'll figure it out and I'll make sure it's in the info so people oh, can absolutely. find it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, you can find me at Ninja 73 on Twitter and on PSN under the same name. 
Um, just look for the green beard, uh, which actually, by the time this comes up, it might not be green anymore. What? <gasps> Spoilers. Oh, no. Uh, so yeah, it's going to uh, be Huda pink now, right? That's what we're going with. I can, I can not I can neither can't confirm or oh, deny. No. By the way, I, I know I mentioned it. it earlier, but if anybody's looking for me on PSN, which PlayStation Four is my primary gaming platform these days, Anubis eighty three, look me is. up, add me as a friend. I'll be happy to play some games with you as soon as I can get back on again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely do that. Uh, so yeah, um, you if you like PlayStation podcasts and video game podcasts, I do one with another kind of funny best friend, uh, Mister Badbit on Twitter. Uh, our show is called The Trophy Room. You can find that on Badbit Games on YouTube, The Trophy Room on iTunes and Google Play, wherever uh, podcasts are, and you can follow that show on Twitter at PS Trophy Room, and then you can follow this show on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny. You can look up. Uh, the show on iTunes and Google Play under the title of the show, Best Friends Talk Funny. Do the whole podcasting thing. Rate it five stars. Comment. Um, let me know uh, if you want to be on. Hit me up. I would love to meet a new best friend and record an episode with you. And without further to do, remember, be kinder to one another. Bye.